welcome home, family. This is Living Free, Being Me. My name is Marissa, and I'm here to guide you into living a life where you feel completely safe as you embrace, embody, and express your full, authentic self. And here, this is where we dive deep into the realness of life. Welcome back, everyone, to Living Free, Being Me XO, the official podcast. It's been a minute since I've recorded an episode. And if you follow me on any of the social platforms, you know that life has been a whirlwind for me lately. And I'm going to dive into so many topics that go around what I've been dealing with personally, but it's too much for one episode. So it's going to be broken out. We're going to have multiple episodes. And today, where we're going to start is with the topic of suffering and silence and that feeling of needing to deal with everything on your own and then not wanting to tell anybody about it because you don't want to be that one that complains, that person that's always bringing up things that are going wrong in their lives. And we all do this. Whether we acknowledge it or not, there are moments that we all suffer in silence. I know this from my own personal experience. I know this from friends and sisters and just individuals that I've met along my journey. I know this from the individuals that I work with, my clients. That's some of the biggest work that I do with them is breaking free from this need of having to do it all on your own, having to deal with everything by yourself, because that's not the purpose of this life. The purpose of this life isn't to suffer all the time either. And while the suffering is definitely a necessary component of the duality of our lives, we don't have to continue to suffer as much as we do. And we don't have to continue to suffer alone, just to suffer in silence. And so what we're going to talk about today on this episode is we're going to talk about why we do it. Where does this come from? Because whether we all know it or not, it stems from somewhere. And we're going to talk about it and figure out why maybe you suffer in silence. Why you feel like you can't talk to anybody about the things that are going on in your life. Because as we all know, in addition to talking about why we do it, we want to talk about how we feel when we're suffering, especially when we're suffering alone and when we feel like we need to suffer alone in silence. Because our feelings are super important. If you know my work, if you know what I talk about, I am always referring to your personalized emotional guidance system because your feelings are always talking to you. They are indicating to you whether or not you are connected to who you really are or whether you're like way out in left field and like nowhere near that that personality, those characteristics, that soul-led life that you're supposed to be here. That is really important. So we're going to talk about the feelings. We're definitely going to get into the feelings. I love talking about feelings. They're so important. And we're going to wrap it all up by literally talking about what we do to get out from this hole. Because while we always want to acknowledge, we always want to be aware, and we always want to send love to those circumstances and those moments that that make us feel like we just aren't doing what we're supposed to be doing, like we're not enough right? Like we, we're always the problem. We don't want to get stuck in the victim mentality mindset. There's nothing for us to just stay in that pool of drowning in our own thoughts and our own pain. 
We want to know what is it that we can do to move forward? What is that next step? How do we start breaking the cord, breaking the chains and breaking the addiction to our own suffering and to the idea that we have to suffer alone and that we have to just be quiet and keep it all in? Because I don't know about you, but I know that from personal experience, the more I try to stuff it down, the more I try to pretend that it doesn't exist and that everything's okay, the bigger the explosion when I finally do allow myself to feel. And sometimes it's not because I really am wanting to allow myself. It's because everything's so fucking full, there's nowhere else for those feelings to go but to bubble over. So why do we suffer? In silence. Why do we keep it all to ourselves and bottle it in and not share it and, and feel like if we do share it, that means that we're complaining. That means that we're the bad person, that we're the ones bringing the problems. Well, what I first want you to do is I want you to reflect a little bit here. Now, whether you were raised by your mom and dad or your aunt or your uncle or your grandparents or another legal guardian, whoever raised you influenced behaviors and ideas and beliefs onto you. I don't know if you know that, but that's true. You have been influenced to become the person that you are today. But if you have the awareness that you've been influenced, that you have learned behaviors and opinions and beliefs and ideas from everyone else, then you get that power back. Because then you realize that you get to choose if you want to continue to hold on to those ideas, to those beliefs, to those opinions. You don't have to. But the first part of it is the awareness. So I want you to reflect back. Who raised you? And when you think about those people that raised you, I want you to think back to what they did when life challenged them. What did they do? when their emotions got too much? Did they show you anything? Did they talk to you about it? And I'm not here to bash on the parents, trust me. I have learned so much as I have grown up and had more awareness and taken more self-radical responsibility to know and to realize that my parents, the people that raised me are just humans too, doing the best they can with what they have. And so it's so important to realize that we have to, to give them that grace, but also acknowledge that like they did do stuff that impacted us. And I can tell you that I, I don't think I've ever seen my father cry. I don't think I have. And my mom, there were a lot of different ways that she handled things. Some of them were suffering in silence and not communicating those things to me. How do I know that? Because of recent conversations that I've had with her just asking her questions and then uncovering a new Pandora's box of this entire thing that happened in my life that I had no recollection of. Now, A, because I was protecting myself and B, because they were attempting to protect me. See, that's what our guardians do, our, our parents do when they're raising us is their goal is to protect us. But sometimes that protective bubble hinders us and they may not even realize it. We may not even realize it because if you never saw a healthy expression of emotions, if you never had conversations that discussed healthy ways of communicating how you feel and what is bothering you, what your triggers are, 
if someone pushed your buttons, if someone said something that didn't feel good to you. A lot of us don't have these conversations growing up. Now, I do believe that it's a different generation, it's a different world, and we're having these conversations. But for those of us that are now adults, right, I'm 33, there's a lot that I feel like I learned late in life. And I, I want to share this information because I don't want people to struggle for as long as I did. I don't want people to suffer for as long as I did, because there's just no reason to when there's so many of us that have experienced so much of this suffering. We just have to share. We just have to share our stories and talk about the things that we've been through because that probably didn't happen when we were younger. Our parents probably didn't really communicate in a healthy way how they were feeling. Maybe they yelled. Maybe they spanked you or did all these different things because that's how they were trying to deal with things because you might've been just too much on the happy side. You might have been. Children are the closest connection that we have to really being connected to ourselves. And adults in all of their love and all of their glory diminish that within children because of this protection that they want to do. They want to protect us from all of the fear and all of the hate and all of the evil in the world. But if we don't experience that duality for ourselves, we can't understand what our gut's telling us, what our emotional guidance scale is telling us. So it's so important to reflect back and to just have that awareness because if you didn't have a healthy example of how to communicate when you weren't feeling well, of how to express those emotions and how to work through those feelings that are the extension of the original emotion, then you've been set up to fail from the start. And again, I'm not punch, there's no punching bag. My parents are not in a punching bag. I'm not beating them up. I love them so much. They, I, I continue to learn from them every single day. But it's important to have the awareness and to acknowledge and then to, to love what you went through because now you have that personal experience and it makes it that much more of a, mm, there's that much more impact with it. But we're not done reflecting yet because now, now what I want you to do is I want you to reflect back to when you were younger and when you got upset. How did you deal with it? How were you taught to deal with it? Because that's how you ended up dealing with it. Were there conversations when you were younger? Can you remember certain phrases that your parents said to you when you got upset, when you had a hissy fit, right? When you just wouldn't stop crying or wanting attention, right? Those were indicators to us that something was going on. And so when we were trying to communicate that, what did your guardian, what did your parents do for you? Did they, did they tell you to just suck it up? Like, it's not that bad. You're fine. You're okay. Stop. Just stop. Stop being so dramatic. Oh, here come the theatrics. I don't know why we're getting so upset about this. It's not that big of a deal. It's not all about you. You just... You just need, I love this one. You just need to calm down. I've seen so many memes, right? That say like the worst thing you can ever do is tell a woman to calm down because like she's going to do the opposite. I mean, it's not just women. It's all of us, right? Like every single one of us individuals here living and breathing, we've all been told to calm down and think about how that feels within your body when someone tells you to calm down. That's because it's been this negative 
association and relationship from the jump. Because when you were younger, these were the things that were said to you. When you were trying to connect out loud in a way that made sense to you, to your guidance system, based on how you felt, you were told to be quiet, right? You were told to just be quiet, to, to just, you know, you'll, you'll figure it out. Just, just, just stop, just stop, just get it together. And maybe, like I mentioned before, maybe your parents spanked you or hit you, or there was physical abuse in your home when you got upset or when they were upset. These are, these are learned behaviors that we associate with how to do things when we're younger because we don't know any better. We're still figuring things out. And so if you had that physical abuse or if it wasn't to that extreme, maybe you got yelled at, right? Your parents may have screamed at you, said terrible things to you. Why won't you just shut the fuck up and be quiet? I'm trying to fucking focus. Does that sound familiar? Were you grounded? Were you put in timeout? Did you have things taken away from you? Now, I'm not saying that, you know, children just should be able to do whatever they want. But I also believe that we've learned a lot of things as we were growing up from our parents, because when we were younger, we had these emotions come up, we had these feelings come up, and these are the things that were done or said to us. So what do you think your subconscious mind did in those moments? They wired neural pathways. And the more that that neural pathway got activated, the more you were yelled at, the more you were put in timeout, the more you were told you were being dramatic, that it was all okay to be quiet, to, to get it together, to calm down, the more that connection was being used. And that then becomes something that you do all the time. That may be something you do now with people that you love, that with your children, with the relationships that you have with your partner, with your friends, with your coworkers. Right? When we're so young and we're growing up and all of these things are happening and our parents are trying to protect us, they're trying to, to calm us down, to get us back to a state of feeling good. Sometimes, most of the time, what they do is they extend that process. They extend the suffering because we don't identify it, we don't address it, and we don't figure out how to handle it in healthy ways that can just really help us move through it. We try to bypass it. And that's terrible. Think about how that's made you feel. We're getting to feelings, but we're still in reflection here because remember, this is this is a learned behavior. So it's it's from the the <laughs> I'm losing my word here. The example, <laughs> the examples that you had from those that were raising you, it's from what you personally experienced when you actually got upset. And then what's next is that what if you actually did try to talk to somebody about something and open up something that really mattered to you, that, that, that brought up a lot of emotion, that stirred up that passion inside of you that sometimes because of your learned behavior might not come out in the best of ways. But what, what happens? Most of the time, People don't listen to listen. Most of the time, people are listening to respond, to say something, right? To, to give you advice, to talk about themselves, to ridicule you, 
because now they have an opinion about what you're going through. Now they're going to, to, to judge you, to laugh at you, to make fun of you, to give you again, write the advice that they think is best for you because of just what you told them in that moment, not everything else that led up to that moment for you, not every other feeling or emotion or circumstance or opinion or person, none of that. All they have is that conversation right there. Now they want to give you advice. They want to ridicule you. They want to laugh at you. Maybe they're not even really fucking there. How many times have you sat down and you've actually tried to talk to somebody and this is all you see? Yeah. No, that that sucks. I get it. I get it. It sucks. It's just... No, I heard, I heard you. Yeah. No, 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 no. I heard you. Well, what I want to do is I want to tell you about you know, that time that I actually, and they put the phone down when they want to talk about themselves. I mean, like how many times have you experienced that? And you know what that leads to, right? Be, that leads to like this abandonment feeling. And they could even do that in the moment. They could walk out. They could walk out on you when you are trying to express something, when you are trying to talk about something that matters to you, that you just want to talk about so that you can get it moving and not stuck and feel like you're holding it and having to carry it all alone and stuff it in, right? I mean, like, this is how I literally feel when I have to like carry things around. Like, I feel compressed. I feel like I just wanna like cocoon up, right? But we wanna be open and we wanna be able to share things. And sometimes it's just not easy to do that because of the experiences that we've had when we actually do try to open up and talk to people. And then the last bit of reflection that I think is really important for us to pay attention to is all of the advertising that we have experienced throughout our entire lives and that we continue to experience right now, right? Think about all of magazine articles and all of the, the front page things that you see, right? The covers that say, you can do it all on your own, right? Or you, or, or maybe it's a how-to, right? Maybe it's a how to be your own hero in your story. You don't need a Prince Charming. You can do it all by yourself. And sometimes they they guilt us, right? It's the, don't be that person. Don't, don't be that person that's always bitching, that's always complaining, that's always talking about something negative. We hear these things and then we form these beliefs within us that says, because I'm experiencing something that doesn't feel good. I am making it all about me. I am always complaining. I, you know, just, you know, I'm the one that's always talking about the bad things. We create these beliefs and then we believe these things. And then we live our lives based on our beliefs. And then we watch our TV shows and we watch our movies and we, you know, we see so many suggestions through these. And sometimes they're great suggestions. I love when I am watching something and I see them talk about therapy or talk about sisterhood or talk about you know open communication with partners. I love when I see that sort of advertising through my television, through my TV shows and through my movies. But think about all of the mockery that we experience and that we witness of group support, of therapy, of alternative healing modalities. If anybody talks about energy, someone looks at them and says, oh, they're woo-woo, they're off the edge. They're just, they're just a little fringe, right? They believe in, you know, you think about it and, and it just happens. That's a belief that these people have formed. But 
when you see it, right? Maybe like the producers and the writers, like they believe these things. They think this is funny because they hold a belief that, you know, their belief is the only right belief. And if you think these other things, then you're just, you're not, you're crazy, right? Then we think we're crazy. They mock all of these things. And so then God forbid you actually read a book or open an article or see a social media post about something that doesn't directly correlate with the beliefs that you have. Then you're like, what? I don't know. Should I believe this? And then maybe that's why you don't talk to people and you don't go to therapy and you don't get a mentor and you don't open up and actually express yourself and learn how to listen to your personalized emotional guidance system because everybody makes fun of it. So there's all of these things. There's all of these things. I've talked so much about this now, right? All of these things that teach us and that give us this learned behavior that we have to suffer alone, that it's the right thing to do to suck it up, buttercup, just keep going. You got this, right? The thumbs up, you got this. And it stirs up so many emotions and emotions are quick, right? You're in my world, you should know that by now. But feelings are what come after. And so the feelings that we that we sit with and that we hold on to fucking suck. We feel alone. We feel helpless. We feel stuck. We feel like we're constantly, constantly being triggered. Right? You feel unloved, especially if you try to talk to somebody about something that's important to you or that's causing, stirring up these feelings within you. If they laugh at you, they ridicule you, they make it all about them, they're distracted on their phone. You feel unwanted, you feel unloved, you feel unheard, you feel unseen, you feel forgotten. I know this because I experienced this so much in my life. So much of my life has been stuffing down how I feel. I have been called dramatic. I have been told that I'm, you know, here come the theatrics. That's like, that's not a line I looked up. That's a, that's a line and a chord that I am continuously breaking because it's that engraved in me. And sometimes it still triggers me because I have so much more awareness. And because I have truly, truly connected to my emotional guidance system and I, I listen to it more and I have more awareness of it. Maybe I'm not always catching myself in the moment, but it's becoming quicker and quicker. And I don't feel like I'm suffering in silence anymore. I speak my mind. I say what I have to say. Sure, there are still moments in life where I might revert back for a moment to my old, my old ways. But that's only because there's another lesson there. There's, there's, there's more expansion and more growth for me there. So I don't beat myself up. I don't get frustrated. I don't hold that resentment towards myself. Not in the long run. I'm a human. I still may, you know, throw a few jabs my way when I feel like I might have really fucked something up. But then I just have to do that reflection and think about, you know, what it is that happened. And I share this because I know how it feels to feel alone. I know how it feels. I laugh sometimes because I'm focusing my energy on, on more on love and more on happiness. But if I cry, it's okay. <laughs> like, I know what it's like to feel like nobody fucking cares and to feel like you just have to carry it all by yourself. 
And that if you talk about it, you don't really have it that bad. There's, there's, you know, children suffering in Africa because they're not eating. There's, there's, there's kids being sold on the market for sex. There's people being raped. There's people dying of violence. But like, stop just like eliminating that your pain doesn't matter because your pain is where you find your power. Your pain is where you find your power. And so if you can't sit with your pain and you can't figure out healthy ways how to deal with that pain, you're never going to have your real power. You won't be able to access that power. The only way is through, not over it, not around it, but through, through the feelings so that you don't have to play pretend anymore. So that you don't have to put on the happy face when you are going somewhere, when you're going to work, when you're going to your parents, when you're going to a function, when you're meeting up with your friends. Hey, how's it going? Great, how's it going? I'm, I'm good. Sometimes it's not fucking great. Sometimes you don't want to pretend like everything's cool. Like, like there's no, there's no issues. Sometimes you really just don't want to feel like the problem anymore. You don't want to feel like because you came to an event, because you spoke your truth, that you didn't put the muzzle on, that you actually said what you needed to say. You said the no. You set the boundary. You spoke up when an opinion was like, no, I don't agree with that. This is what I believe in. I'm not going to, to, to agreeing to co-sign with that. You may have felt like you were the problem. I have felt that way so many times. I know how fucking shitty it is. It's terrible. You feel so helpless. You feel like you're always wrong. You feel like you're always in the wrong. You're the one that's always causing the stress, the discomfort, the tension. You feel like you can't make decisions in your life because if you can't even figure out what the fuck's going on in your own body and in your head and all these feelings in your gut, like you're never gonna, how can I trust myself to ever make a decision that's the right decision? Because obviously I continue to make all of these choices that have led me here. You feel triggered. Like I bring this up all the time because triggered's like in my notes, like so many times, triggered, 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 because we are triggered all the time. I have been triggered all the time. You feel like you're constantly being triggered when you're suffering alone in silence because you're carrying all of this emotional baggage, this energetic baggage with you that the smallest thing will set you off. You're getting overwhelmed. You feel like you have no control. Everything's out of control. You're confused. You feel like you're the one causing the drama. You're the one bringing the problems. There are so many feelings that we hold on to and that we drag with us because we don't know how to deal with our emotions as they come up. We don't, we weren't given healthy examples of how to deal with things. We weren't taught, we weren't shown. So what can we do about it? What can we do now to no longer suffer alone in silence? Because with everything that I've covered, I know that you're here. I know that you're with me. I know that you felt these things and I know that you don't want to be there anymore. Not one more day has to go by that you want to be here. You don't want to be here and you don't have to be here. 
And I'm not saying that we are going to jump from here to here in a flip of a switch or by the end of this episode. What I am saying is that I have learned through suffering alone in silence for years and years and years and years on end, the things that actually work. Because I've tried so many things. Like, I feel like I was like, to a point where it was like, okay, world, okay, universe, I'm listening, source energy, give it all to me, I'll try it all. I'll try on every shoe and figure out which ones fit the best. And this is what I have found that works the best. First, first, choosing yourself takes courage. It takes a lot of guts to put yourself first and to say that I am the most important thing and I am going to be at the top of my priority list no matter what. If it makes people uncomfortable, if people leave my life, if I lose things in my life, like physical things, because I've, I've, I've lost a lot of physical things in this journey of figuring out how to really live my life my way by my rules. That's why I'm here to inspire all of you and to lead all of you into doing the same for yourself. So just know that to do the things that I'm going to recommend takes courage. You have to be courageous. You can't stay in your comfort zone. Okay? And I know that that may seem like I like it here. It's comfy here. I know what's going on here. I'm going to just chill here. No. No. You're going to have to be courageous. And I know that you have what it takes to no longer suffer in silence, to be courageous enough to choose yourself. So the easiest thing, and it's not the easiest thing, but one of the easiest things, in my opinion, is to find people who have been where you've been. And I, I know that's why you're here now, because you, you know now, and you are going to continue to learn more about me to know that. I have been where you have been. And why do we want to get around people who have been where we have been, who have experienced similar experiences that, that, that we feel connected to? Because when we connect to people, then we understand that we're not alone. And then we can really look at what did they do? Who, who did they hang around? How did they, they spend their days? Where did they invest their time and their energy into? So if you're around a lot of people right now that are in their own cocoon of suffering and silence, you don't have to burn the bridge and cut them out of your life, but you can choose to no longer invest so much of your time and so much of your energy with those people and to take that time and to take that energy and to invest it into people that do know what you've been through and that have had the courage to leave their comfort zone and to choose themselves and to connect to themselves. And it doesn't have to be, I say one of the easiest because we, we tend to overcomplicate things in our minds and we say, oh, well, I can't just go find all these new friends. How do we find new friends these days? Right? Especially since the whole pandemic crap in 2020, 
like, how do you make friends? How do you find people? Because it's not like you want to go to the bar like you did in your 20s. Because those are people that are still suffering in silence. And those are not the people that you need in your life right now. So don't make it so difficult. Don't overcomplicate it. Find podcasts like this one. Find other people online that you can follow that inspire you to be more courageous, to do things that actually feel good to you. Not to push all of their opinions on you, but when you listen to them, when you watch them, when you read their content, when you read their books, when you study their work, when their reels and TikToks are the ones that get advertised to you on your For You page, that's when you know that you've been diving in and, and, and digging in in the right areas, in the right energetic frequencies, because then that is what is reflected back to you. But if you continue to hang around a bunch of people who live in the, oh, woe is me, victim mentality mindset life, that is where you'll continue to be, like attracts like. You, you get to decide what your reality gets to be. And a huge part of what your reality is, is the energy that you associate and participate in. Associate with and participate in. Because you only get what you can, what you can give out. So again, don't cut the people off, but connect now and invest more of that energy and that time into people that inspire you to be more courageous, that do the things that you want to do, not out of envy, not out of jealousy, but as true inspiration, as true leadership. Because the more that you can connect yourself with that and be in rooms like that and be in spaces like that and around that type of energy, the more that will become you. And the more you will feel empowered to do the things that they are doing. You don't have to pay people. You don't have to do, you, literally. I'm talking about bare minimum. This is the easiest thing you can do. Find the podcast, find the books, find the social accounts, find the shows the documentaries that inspire you to be a little bit more courageous, that inspire you to take your pain and to, to take it and to reclaim it as your power. Not to hold on to it as an anchor sinking you to the bottom of the ocean. But as the life raft that brings you back to the top. So you can do that. And you can... Find, while doing that, somebody who can support you and that can mentor you. Because once you've found these people that you connect with on these different avenues and on these different platforms, the more you're around that, the more likely you'll want to tap into that more, to have access to that more. Because it may not be enough that that one post a day, those five stories a day, right, that that person's posting. That might not be enough for you. The, the one podcast a week may not be enough of a dip in for you, for you to feel like you're ready to be more courageous and to choose yourself and to be more connected to yourself. So that's why when you start consuming more of that frequency, more of that type of energy, that is when you will Feel more confident to invest in being with them more because you want access to that more often. You want that support because they're the ones speaking up. They're the ones setting the boundaries and holding them firm. They're the ones choosing themselves above all else. And you want that. And you know that the only way to get that 
is to have more of that in your life because you can't get what you want by doing what you've always done. The only way that you can change and, and live a life that actually feels really fucking good to you is to get outside of your comfort zone and to be courageous and to choose yourself. And it feels like a lot. It feels like, okay, I'm in this really shitty place. I, I don't know anybody that knows what I'm going through right now. Yeah, maybe you've said a few things that ha have hit with me, but I still really don't know you that well. Take it one day at a time. Stop already starting to formulate all of these stories and all of these narratives that give you all of these excuses and all of these reasons as to why you can't do this. I, I'm not beating you up for it. I'm sending you my love. I, I know how hard it is to break the cycle, to break the chain. And that's why it's so important that we don't, that we don't overlook where we're at right now, that we're present in the moment. Because when we attach ourselves and we really live all of these past thoughts, and when we do the same thing and we sit and we worry about the future, we're creating a reality right now based on all of this what if. But if we were here and focused in the present moment and connected with ourselves, we would realize that we are actually pretty fucking badass and that we really can do anything. We have the ability to do anything that we desire to do. But the only way that we actually can get to a place where that belief feels like something that is true for us is to have the awareness of it and to know where we have come from and to know and to acknowledge and to be so hyper aware of the fact that we are continuing to choose where we're at. Everything is a choice. Everything is a choice. And you get to choose after we wrap this episode up, or you can do it right here and right now, that you are no longer going to be addicted to your own suffering, that you are no longer going to allow yourself to suffer in silence, and that you are going to take those scary steps outside of your comfort zone and choose yourself and choose your, your happiness. Because while you rebuild the connection to yourself in this process, by taking one step at a time. You rebuild that self-trust. And as you rebuild that self-trust in yourself, you realize that you're unfucking stoppable And you wonder, you'll, you'll sit back like I do. And you'll say, wow, why did it take me so long? Why, why? Like, why didn't I know this then? Well, for me, I needed to do all of that to be here now and to have the courage to talk about it with all of you and to lead you to a path that helps you no longer feel like you have to do all of it by yourself, to feel like you have to suffer in silence, to feel like you can't express the things that are important to you, to feel like you can't say no, to feel like you can't set a boundary. I want to break you free from all of those chains because this is your life, your way, your rules, your terms. And so if you're in a spot right now where you feel really addicted to your suffering and you can just keep that to yourself, but if you feel that, I want you to consider getting yourself access to my seven-day self-love reboot. It's completely free, literally completely free, but it's 
a week long of activities that only take you 10 minutes a day, 10 minutes, that's it, to start you back on a process to getting you to falling back in love with yourself and to building a connection of love with yourself so that you can see that this choice of suffering alone and in silence and this choice of suffering doesn't have to be your way anymore. I have done the reboot myself multiple times. I'm, actu I'm actually about to go back through it again because it really helps. It really helps when you can rebuild a connection with yourself right here, right now, based on everything that you've experienced and everything that you want to become so that you know your path forward. And that's what I want for you. I want you to know your path forward. I want you to be able to rediscover who the fuck you really are. I want you to be able to choose yourself, to find your freedom, to reclaim your power, to reignite the flame within you and to be a warrior because you are so fucking fantastic that you don't deserve or ever need to sit and suffer alone again in your silence. You deserve to be able to express yourself and to speak your truth and to create a life that feels really fucking good for you. And you do that by taking the leap to choose yourself, to being courageous enough to choose yourself. So I will down below wherever I am posting this right now, there will be a link to the seven day self-love reboot. All you gotta do is put in your email address, it'll kick it off, you'll get a welcome email, and then every day for the next seven days after that, you will get an email with a video, it'll tell you a little bit about the activity, I'll have some content for you actually within the email, and then you'll be on your way. It's gonna be that easy. It really is not something that you really should pass up because I know, and my clients can attest to this, but I, more importantly, I can attest to this because I'm the one talking to you here right now, that it works and that it's so helpful because it re-inspires you again into knowing how good you can feel. And you deserve to feel that way every single day, every single day. So get yourself access to it. If you've already experienced that and you are ready for the next step, you know I've got so many different ways and avenues for you to figure that out. So let's connect. Shoot me a DM, send me a message, email me, get a hold of me and let me know because it's important for you to be able to have a safe space, to figuring out who you are and embracing who you are and embodying who you are and being the person that you want to be. And I have created that safe space for you. So I hope you'll join the tribe and be a part of this great, great community that we have. And yeah, if you have enjoyed this at all, please leave a review. Let me know how this resonated with you. Share this with somebody that you know is suffering in silence and could use this inspiration today to choose themselves and to, to no longer feel so attached and addicted to that suffering. I really have enjoyed this conversation. Oh my goodness, I can't I can't wait for the next few episodes. Like I said, I have so much to unpack from everything that has been going on in my life and so much to share and so many new things to lead you in. So thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Until next time, keep living life on your terms. 
be courageous, choose yourself. And I'm sending you my love. Peace out.